Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great pleasure to welcome back onto the show, and I, I well remember one of my favourite hours. It ended up being nearly two hours when Ryan Fox came into the studio and sat down with us. Um, he's at home now. I don't want to encroach too much on your time off, Foxy, but welcome home. Another good year, another good two years for you. Do, you're not really one to pause and reflect. You, you sort of look forward, but you're enjoying some time off at the moment. I am, yeah. I mean, I've got two kids under three, so I wouldn't call that complete time off, but <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying being home. Um, and just, you know, no no travel is probably the big thing, to be honest. Obviously, spending time with the family is great, and but, you know, just not getting on airplanes every week, and we did a fair bit of that with the kids this year. So, yeah, it's just nice to be in one place for a little while and, and just be able to, you know, try to rest and, and relax a little bit. And, yeah, it's been a, been a pretty... Pretty busy, pretty a pretty amazing couple of years, and um, you know, got a lot to look forward to for for twenty twenty four now. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of rest is important. It is um, incredible year. Just touching on a few of the the highlights. Obviously, I think the PGA Championship, the BMW at Wentworth, that was that was a remarkable week for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still. I don't think I'll ever quite work out what happened that week. Um, <laughs> no, it's. It's not a golf course that's treated me very well. I think I've said that in every interview I've done around it. Um, you know, it's I've I always couldn't see the shots around there, and you know this year, um, you know it was it was a strange strange week. Everything seemed to go right, and obviously I made triple in that last round on the third hole. Thought I was out of the tournament, and then you know probably played the best nine holes of golf I've ever played um, on that back nine on Sunday, and some pretty good company to, to get the job done. And, you know, that's, that's kind of what you dream about you know, as a golfer. That's what, you, you know, you want to have a, a crazy back nine. You want to birdie the last to, w- to win a tournament. And, I, yeah, couldn't pick a much better tournament to do it in. I mean, maybe a couple of majors would – well, the majors would be a little ahead of that and maybe a couple of events on the PJ Tour. But in worldwide standing, Wentworth's got a pretty good reputation and, yeah, pretty cool to be on that – have my name on that trophy. Yeah, when I look at your year, like I think the hardest thing, or maybe maybe the thing that you can be most chuffed about is consistency. Like you made the cut in all four majors. You had 11 top 25s this year, um, 14th at the Arnold Palmer. You did well in big tournaments, and big tournaments is where the cream of the crop is. Is, is like Consistency, your last two years really, that's really become part of your game now. Yeah, yeah. Last year was probably... I was either in contention or almost missed the cut. Um, you know, I, I missed a lot of cut. Well, not necessarily a lot, but I missed a, a lot more cuts last year than I did this year. Mm. But had a lot more top teams last year, so it kind of 
it averaged out being about the same in the end. You know, this year I made pretty much all my cuts. I think, you know, I missed a couple on, on I think one on the PGA, or a couple on the PJ Tour and one in Europe. Um, and the one in Europe, I was still fighting a hangover from Wentworth, to be fair. Um, and, you know, I, I had to withdraw out of one because I had pneumonia. I had played nine holes. But, you know, for the rest of them, you know, made the cut in the majors, as you said. Um, you know, played well in all the, the elevated events in the U.S. Um, and while, you know, I didn't really turn turn in amazing results, you know, not no top tens or anything like that, it was really, really solid golf and, you know, against some pretty strong fields. So I felt like the golf game was um, was all there. And, you know, obviously when I went back to Europe at the end of the year, um, you know, probably slightly weaker fields potentially and on golf courses that I played a lot more. Um, just, you know, the, the, the form sort of kicked into gear properly and, you know, had a nice few weeks there. Obviously Wentworth being the, being the top of that, but Irish Open and Dunhill treated me really well again. And, um, you know, that, that, ticked a massive goal off to get the, to get a job on a PGA Tour for next year. At the start of 2022, you were ranked 213 in the world. November 23, today you're 28th in the world. So that's testament to solid, um, consistent golf. What's, now you've got a PGA Tour card, and you've probably been asked this a lot of times, so I don't want to say where you're going to play, what are you going to do, because I, I know you well enough to know you don't really know yet, but... You mentioned the travel is quite a big burden. Can you look at maybe taking the whole family and basing yourself in the US or somewhere somewhere so that travel's not such a massive factor for you? Yeah, I think we'll definitely do something like that next year. Um, we're still going through that and trying to figure out how it's gonna work. There's a you know, there's a lot to figure out and you know, that's the that's much harder, I think, than the golf at the moment. You know, the, the golf's the easy one. What schedule are you going to pick and all of that? That's a bit easier to work out for the most part. It's trying to figure out all the other logistics, you know, effectively moving country to an extent. You know, we had a base in the UK for a, a lot of years and we've given that up and now we're going to potentially have a base in the US and um, took a couple of years to get everything right in Europe and on the UK and, and, you know, have a good system there. So hopefully you know it doesn't take quite as long to figure that out in the US but you know the one good thing about the US is it's all internal travel for the most part so mm. you know and, and they do a really good job of their schedule of generally having events that are quite close together um you know you you've got a, a west coast swing at the start of the year you've got a florida swing um so you know the travel in between events is not not quite as difficult as what it is in Europe, especially at you know the start and end of our seasons. We're kind of all over the place, so um, you know, hopefully in that sense, the travel's a lot easier next year. But um, you know, it'll, it'll still going to be a lot of travel, but that's just that's just part of the job, really. How much, given that you you'll play a number of courses, uh, not necessarily well, some of them will be the first time on the PGA Tour. How much of your arsenal is familiarity with a golf course? Um, are you going to have to? I know you don't want to take a step back, but like any golfer knows, if you go and play a golf course for the first time, you're learn, learning the whole time. Um, that's obviously something you've thought about. Yeah, look, I I found it hard this year. You know, I played a lot more in the US this year, and um, you know, you're competing against guys that have played an event multiple times you know a lot of guys and probably more than 10 times playing an event and I'm turning up on a on a Monday and seeing the golf course once not in the pro-am on a Wednesday and then 
you know, going out and trying to compete. And, you know, while it's our job and, you know, we are good at figuring out how to play a golf course, you know, experience does matter. And I think, you know, that showed in, in my results going back to Europe, I think, at the, you know, in, in September, you know, some f- familiarity with the tour and the courses and everything just made it a little bit easier. It, it's more sort of energy management more than anything else. You know, if, if you're using all your energy up trying to figure out how to play a golf course on a, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then, you know, you, you can't, if you're playing week in, week out, you know, weekends tend to get a little bit harder energy wise. And I think I've done a really good job in Europe having played a bunch of courses multiple times. You go, okay, well, I know how this plays. You can go out and just play nine holes or whatever or play the pro-am and you figure out how the golf course play. You're trying to figure out how the golf course is playing, not actually figure out how to play it. Mm. Um, and that's a whole lot less stressful. Um, uh, you know, and a whole lot, uh, just a whole lot easier to do. So, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of that next year, which um, is going to be hard. But you know, I, hopefully, I won't be going back and forth as much as I did from New Zealand this year. So it'll be, um, you know, again, the travel should be a little bit easier. I should have a bit better energy levels in that sense, trying to learn golf courses on a on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday too. And another dynamic is uh, your workmates, for want of a better word, is going to change a little bit, like the people you play week in, week out with. I mean, you've probably rubbed shoulders with a lot of them, but you're going to be spending a lot more time with the PGA Tour players, and you've got the familiarity of the guys that you traditionally go and have a beer and a pie with at Wentworth or or whatever. There's a new dynamic in that realm. Yeah, look, it is different in the US. Um, You know, everyone... It's probably a bit more selfish. Um, uh, does everything themselves a bit more, you know? Mm. There's, you like there's a, you, you might have guys that have a really small group of mates and they hang out and they don't really let anyone else in. Like everyone's really nice, but it's like uh, I don't want to say it's fake nice, but it's yeah. you know it, 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 it's a little bit like that, you know. They're pleasant enough, but nothing gets beyond pleasantries to an extent. Mm. Um, and I get along with some guys really well over there. You know, Billy Horschel's awesome. You know, all the Europeans that play over there, a um, couple of South African boys that play over there, I get along with really, really well. So hopefully I can gravitate towards them um, and hang out with them more. And you know, I, that, again, that's what I enjoy going back to Europe at the back end of this year. You know, I feel like I know everyone well. You know, it's a lot there was a bit more com- camaraderie on the European tour or the DP world tour. And, um, I think that that helps. And I did a lot of the States this year by myself as well, which I don't enjoy my own company necessarily that much. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, to have the family travel next year, I think will make it a bit easier off the course in that sense. And hopefully that translates to it being a bit easier on the course too. Um, I know. I don't know how many da- question because I know you play golf for a job, but you also just love playing golf with your mates as well. So, how many days have you been back in New Zealand? How many games of golf have you had? I haven't had any. I'm actually fighting some tennis elbow at the moment. Oh, um, which is weird. I've never had it before, and I I was fighting it my last sort of three or four weeks on tour, um, and it's it's okay, but basically been told to rest it and not do anything. Um, too strenuous and golf was obviously something that was pissing it off a little bit so um, other than hitting a couple of putts on the putting green at home I've not done anything and um, you know I've, I've got a couple of charity things coming up which you know hopefully I'll be well 
I'll be able to play, no problem. But hopefully, you know, by the time they roll around after, you know, three weeks off, um, I'll be I'll be back to close to 100% at least. So, yes, chasing the Fox is coming up soon. And I've seen the list of, oh, God, the names like Eric Murray and uh, Mitch Santner and just sporting identities. Chasing the Fox, it, it's lined up with Mike King's charity, I Am Hope. And Mike King is playing. Not very well, probably, but he is playing. How did the Chasing the Fox thing come about, Foxy? Uh, it came about last year. We did it for the first time last year, which was it was a cool little concept. So Nick from Nick Randall from POTUS sort of came to me with an idea and said, do you think it'll work? And I'm like, well, if you can make it work, you know, I'm keen to give it a go. And, you know, we did it at Royal Auckland, um, played sort of a six hole comp um, where I play my own ball and the, the celebs play sort of a modified Ambrose format. Um, and it took a little bit to kind of tweak the format back and forth with Nick and, um, you know, it actually worked really well last year. It was, um, you know, I, I ended up tying with the cricketers with, and Mitch, you know, Mitch Sanders is a great player. He plays off plus two, I think. Um, so it's, it's cool. And, um, you know, again, Nick approached me saying, you know, we're really happy with how it went last year. Would you consider doing it again? And, um, you know, it's, it's got some more legs this year, which is cool. Um, you know, the celebrity list for playing is, is pretty incredible. I mean, you know, it's, it's weird to think from my point of view that you know, a bunch of those New Zealand celebs and sports people want to come play golf six holes with me and have a bit of fun. And um, it, it, I'm still don't th- I don't think I'll ever get used to, used to that. Um, you know, we, we're looking after good charity, and I am hope. Um, you know, we've got we've got uh, Bailey. I'm, I won't try to pronounce his last name because I'll probably mess that up. But um, from who won the Ames Games? coming up and he's going to be inside the ropes and, and walking with me. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we, we had a few people out there last year. John Key had a hole in one, um, <laughs> his first ever in the event. So I'm not sure we can, we can promise that again, but, um, you know, it, that kind of made the event last year. It was, it was an amazing experience. He did it in front of his son, David Seymour, a bunch of All Blacks and myself with about 300 people watching. So <laughs> it, that's not bad for your first ever hold on one. Um, and yeah, so looks like we're going to, you know, we've, we've, it's bigger and better with this year. So yeah, come along to Royal Auckland on the uh, Thursday, the 14th of December. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can turn on a nice afternoon of weather and, and have a bit of fun. Yeah, make sure your phones aren't full of uh, too many photos because you want to take photos. I'm just going to quickly, Foxy, run through who's going. The Olympians are Eric Murray, well-known rower, of course, Simon Child, the hockey player, Billy Steeman, the surfer. Rugby's got Anton Leonard-Brown, Damian McKenzie, Will Jordan. Cricket's got Mitch Santner, Lockie Ferguson and Ross Taylor. Politicians, David Seymour, John Key, of course he'd turn up again. And Max Key, not really a politician, but son of, and he plays off a two. And Rugby League's got Sean Johnson, Arwen Gutenbeel and Wade Egan. There's some low handicaps in there, Foxy. You're going to have to be yeah. on your medal. So, well, the cool thing, too, is a bunch of those guys are returning from last year. Mm. The cricket team's the same. The rugby team's the same. Um, the Sean, Sean played last year as well. Um, so, it's, you know, it's pretty cool to... Well, Eric, I think Eric plays every golf day he can play in New Zealand, to yes, be honest. Yes, <laughs> And it's, you know he's he's helped out with a bunch of my charity events, 
over the years, and I can't thank him enough for giving up his time. Um, so it's, it's cool to have all you know those guys back, and obviously we did a few things right last year if they're willing to come back. And yeah, it's, it's as I said, it's pretty cool to have those guys want to come play an event with my name on it. Mm. Um, you know, I went to I was pretty lucky to go to the to the Rugby World Cup final and watch the boys, and it's yeah cool that they're coming to a little six hole event to to play play some golf with me. So go to Pod is Golf. Dot com. That is uh, P-O-D-I-S-G-O-L-F dot com. You can get your tickets there. And I've actually just opened up that website. And it's got John Key's hole-in-one video on there. So get on there, look at the reaction, and you will want to get yourself along. There's an American Express Club there where VIPs get the chance to play the six-hole layout before they get started with the main event. So all of the info is there. Um, and I Am Hope is the charity. Pod is golf. Dot com Foxy, la- lastly, and I do appreciate your time, uh, first tournament back in anger uh, competitively. Are we looking mid-January, Dubai, something like that? Yeah, so I'm going to start in Dubai. We've got back-to-back in Dubai the uh, second and third week of January. So I start start back in Europe. Um, I, need, I need to play a minimum of four over there to keep my status for the next few years. Um, and then I need to play 15 in the US. So I'll you know, I, I really like the Dubai events. Um, well, I like Dubai Desert Classic. The first one's a new one for next year, but um, it's uh, yeah, nice to nice to be able to play both tours. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying to pick a schedule out and and play a bit more in the US next year. Brilliant. Well, Foxy, enjoy chasing the fox, uh, and I encourage people to go. More importantly, enjoy your break. Get there. I'll be all right. Have a fantastic Christmas and New Year with you. With your family, your new daughter Margot, which is just another highlight of the year for you this year. Always appreciate your time talking to us, Foxy. Um, have a great break. Cheers, Steph. Appreciate it, mate.